0: All right, cool.
1: Have you guys noticed um, when you listen to other podcasts? It feels like they always jump right into the call. Yes, are they starting yeah, directly? I think so. That seems I really
0: don't weird. To
2: <laughs> I mean, they might they might edit the first couple of minutes, but I guess the idea is jump on Skype or whatever yeah. it is and start recording instantly. Whereas we are just like, hey, it's the weekend, happy days. Let's chat yeah. <laughs> for an so hour and to then catch start up recording. On that's boring for everyone else. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. Things happen in a week. That we can't necessarily
1: talk about on here. Exactly. Mm. Super secret stuff.
2: Anyway. Mm. We're, mm. we're all really secret. We're busy uh, preparing our WWDC slides for that top secret presentation that we're going to give.
1: Mm. Mm. Exactly. The
2: Cup of Tech Spectacular.
1: Yeah. The one.
2: <laughs> yep. Live show. We'll be uh, the three well, of us We will only. be doing... We will be recording uh, from... San Jose. I mean, it won't be a live show and there won't be an audience, but... <laughs> will you will you actually uh, bring your equipment? I'll bring my microphone and I'll have my headphones because I'm catching a plane. So, mm, good it's not really a lot to... To throw in. How about you? No. What? Ah, oh, you're, you're, you're gonna go carry to on Jose? only because you're North American.
0: Yeah, carry on. Oh, you monster.
1: See, I'm actually wondering about this. I'm thinking about packing a bit heavier this time.
0: Heavier? For yeah. what?
1: I'm thinking about bringing cereal. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, so here we <laughs> are. <laughs>
0: okay. <Gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have food in California. I'm not
1: sure about that. Um, the thing is. Actually, that-
2: to be fair, there's not much food in San Jose. What? Well, <laughs>
0: enough that you don't have to bring cereals <laughs> okay. yes yeah i agree there. so
1: i always found it to be a little bit of a frustration point that i'm not sure if i will get food at the conference center and i think this is usually because i either show up too late, uh, which is my own fault um or there's no gluten-free food or i can't find a gluten-free food so that's what i was thinking i'm gonna settle that bring my own cereal and buy some half and half in the in the shop there's there. a
2: supermarket and- there could you I pick know, up but all
1: American—I uh, don't know—all all Amer- American cereal tend to be very sweet. So I was hoping to buy some yeah, like, healthier enough. options here, and uh, bring that with me. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm sure we can find it a- that- Whole Foods in San San Jose. Oh no, there was only a Safeway last
2: year.
1: <laughs> That's what I thought, too, and I don't like even yeah, if there's there a Whole Foods. There wasn't another
2: supermarket. It's going
1: to be quite far <laughs> away. Sure
2: it is. D- you d- know what we can
1: do? We can book Amazon Prime and deliver cereal to the hotel room. <laughs>
2: See, well, I'm staying near the airport, so maybe there's a, a, a supermarket up near there that mm. I can grab food for you from. I right. don't know. It but, is it is a
0: 20-minute um, th- walk from the conference center to Whole Foods. I think okay, you'll be fine. be fine. See, that's too much. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> that's
1: fine. That's fine. Whew. Okay, I'm packing that. Yeah, fair enough.
0: I do, remember,
2: I do remember visiting that Safeway a lot last year. But actually, on that topic, American breakfasts. You're not <laughs> wrong. They are horrible. So... <laughs> but like we, we have to talk about this for a couple of minutes now we've opened the can um so i've type 1 diabetes and you can't get breakfast in america mm-hmm. that isn't loaded with sugar <laughs> like it's impossible <laughs> bacon Apple even the bacon
1: has sugar in it guy
2: oh, okay. but like it, it's in san jose it was difficult to find bacon mm. for breakfast like bacon and eggs would act like on a on a bread roll or something would actually be an okay breakfast for someone with type 1 diabetes um very difficult to find in San Jose. And trust me, I tried. It's like everywhere is like pastries, muffins. Mm -hmm. You can find fruit, which is fine, but you can't, again, you can't have too much fruit. Like you could Mm. have an apple and a banana maybe, but like, then you wouldn't want to pair it with a muffin, for example, because then that's just sugar overload. Um, so, it's just really difficult to find... Yeah,
1: that tends breakfast. to be the type of food they have at WWDC, too, because they can't have... Mm-hmm. Um, realistically, they can't have bacon and egg at WWDC. Yeah. So, it's going to be pastry. So, I, mm-hmm. I see your problem.
2: And then, um, and then what do they have to drink? It's, like, either orange juice, like, Odwalla orange juice, another kind of fruit juice, or the mm-hmm. chocolate milks, which all have, like, stupid amounts of sugar in them, which I can't drink. Um, I mean, this is my problem. This is not necessarily Apple's problem, but... Again, like, Amer- it's just America in general. It's not a comment on WWDC. It's just very difficult to find, like, bacon and eggs on toast. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. Like, that's a good breakfast. Mm. Um, I mean, if you go to Soko, you can
0: game. definitely get uh, bacon and eggs. I don't
1: think you can get bacon and th- I think you can get vegan bacon. Yes,
0: but that's a sit-down meal, though. So, you want you want bacon and eggs to go? <laughs> <laughs> like...
2: In a roll, like a bacon and egg roll. Like, that's, <laughs> okay, like, yeah. when I'm on holidays,
0: that's, like, my go-to
2: breakfast meal. I don't know. Like, am I weird here? Like, just getting, like, a bacon and egg muffin or a bacon and egg... Not muffin <laughs> as in, like, <laughs> sweet muffin, but muffin as in...
1: Like a savory muffin. Sorry? A savoury, as muffin. In, yeah. Sorry, like a savoury a, muffin. Yeah, like an English muffin, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Those kind of things. So, like, apparently, we all go to Whole Foods. Uh, yeah, that's just... Sounds... Yeah, sounds go good. Go to
1: sweet. Whole Foods on the Sunday.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't even know why Apple has a conference. Just go to Whole Foods all week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, we'll all be in San
2: Jose for WWDC. Yeah. And hopefully recording podcasts from the podcast studio. Mm.
0: adjusting yourself to the pacific uh time zone is surprisingly quick it's like so nice all the things that happen in tech kind of happen during your day it's like you wake up sometimes and then around 10 dudes are dropping i was kind of confused you know the um apple kind of had a uh, busy announcement week apart from the dub dub tickets on uh, Thursday, we also had Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday announcements, and that was actually surprising or confusing, because they were all in the middle of the night, or very early in the morning, I think That's they all grew at 4.30, yeah, our time? Uh, mm.
1: So it must have been, what is that, it must have been 8 a.m., um... On the East
0: Coast. Get in one before the stock market opens. Yeah, yeah but, but it's um, like 4.30 a.m. Which poor Cupertino person did you have to get up at 4.30 a.m. to update the store?
1: I have a feeling they have... not
2: Tim up <laughs> at 3.45? I reckon this is his responsibility. You know, surely he's the one there pressing buttons <laughs> and then tweeting out funny images of him using these new products. Like, surely that's all him. I'm
1: hoping they have some type of CI automated system to do all this.
2: <laughs> do you trust the machines to release products for yeah. you? Yeah. Isn't it the machines that leave images of unreleased products on servers?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it.
2: No, but yeah, no. I mean, it was an interesting week. It and, felt like and a weird like week. Except for you, it would have been weird because you're you're used to announcements happening during your day. I know. Um, mm. For me, it made no difference. It was still middle of the night for like eleven
1: thirty yeah i but I, I it's like yeah like, I just wake up but. I found it to be fun to um wake up and look look what came out and then irmi or Kai sent you a message about what was released over the night,
2: yeah it was that was fun yeah thanks for that. i, re- I think one night I was like. If they release AirPods,
1: Mm. let me know.
2: I need to know. So then I just know I open our chat first thing in the morning to check if they're AirPods. Which is a really sad life. I
0: I really like that kind of clearing the deck story. Like the the entire concept of releasing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I really enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, but I feel like they should release Thursday and Friday now. I know I sound spoiled, but... It's like, I don't know, I thought they had like a 12 days of Christmas thing going on. Here. Yeah. It's a little bit strange to just have three days and that's it. Why not do everything at one day yeah. then? like then? Yeah, it feels I, like so this would be something to do to lead up I, to I the I event. I think this is better
0: though. Because that way each product... I mean, the reason of uh, releasing things in a press release is because you have other things to announce at the event. And you don't want any of the other things to draw attention away from the main, main thing on the event, right? Mm-hmm. But kind of spreading it out over over the three days means each individual announcement still gets a lot of attention. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's really fun. So I I think that's actually... But then
1: why do you think they released uh, the AirPods and the watch band the same day?
0: I mean, watch bands would be a boring day by themselves, right?
1: I mean, it's not that it doesn't have to be, you know. The AirPods by themselves could be fun to talk about um, or that could cause some traction and then the watch bands are also there.
0: Yeah, but that's but what happens are, oh, right Yeah, did
1: but I think that could have had a day in itself and then they could have cases on the Friday and here we got the whole week. Don't know why they did it all no. in three days. Watch
0: bands, I don't think watch bands by themselves they would have been a disappointment after IMAX and iPads and that's AirPods. They just like, started uh, with the bands. watch bands. But you also wanna I mean Monday, Tuesday, like early week is is mm, Apple's true. favorite period to release stuff, right? Because you have the longest longest amount of week left for people to talk about it. Mm-hmm um so because monday tuesday <laughs> wednesday are Isn't definitely that
1: weird uh, how humans work it's like yeah it's like we, we it forgot everything monday. that happened yeah, we forgot everything that happened on friday it's monday now
0: <laughs> that's why that's why we're recording on friday because if we would record on monday we would have no idea what happened
1: yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh, a weird um <laughs>
0: yeah but like it's it's an
2: interesting strategy and i think atp speculated nicely about why they might not have wanted to release on Thursday and Friday and Apple tend to not make important announcements on Thursday and Friday. I think you can get away with things like announcing WWDC on a Friday or a Thursday because Because, the people who want to know about that stuff are going to find out anyway. And it's not necessarily a news cycle item. um, Whereas you want something like new iPads to be in the news cycle. And it's a little bit more difficult towards the end of the week to get Mm. that attention. Mm. But um, the other thing that I, I wanted to mention, which uh, I haven't really seen discussed is on that first night before the products went up. They took the Apple Store down as they usually do before a major event or a new product release or something like that. It took it down for a few hours. Uh, they didn't do that the subsequent evening. So it's like, mm. I think can we can we put to bed this speculation that Apple has to take the store down <laughs> because it's running on web <laughs> objects and whatever, like that they have to take it down before releasing new products. That it's more just the hype train. Like I, I think, yeah. I think we can now put that to bed. Like, they can update the store with pretty much no downtime if they need to. But it's kind of nice for a few hours to have that speculation. Like, ooh, what are they doing? What are they doing to the store? What are they releasing? Like, <laughs> that's a bit of fun. And you know, I, I think that I think this week shows that. Yeah, mm. yeah It's a. But it was- also, you probably don't want to take the store down for four hours, three days in a row because <laughs> missed
0: sales. But it it used to. I mean the. Online store kind of went on to like uh, went through a redesign not too long ago. But before that, I believe the online store sometimes even went down for maintenance. Like sometimes you had to, we'll be back, and nothing new happened. So there was definitely, at least a few years ago, there seems to have been sure. some requirement yeah. of taking the store down every now and then when there was maintenance work done. So yeah. I, I that's yeah, I probably that. it was probably more of a it was probably a requirement at some point and then it was just a nice thing to just maintain even though you don't need to do it anymore because it's it's a thing now.
1: Yeah. I don't think I dislike it. Like it's quite it's quite nice. It's like, oh this is exciting.
0: And I think realistically it probably also saves Apple some returns. Uh I think if people order things oh, yeah. and then yeah. it's yeah. being updated the same day I might but also, Probably people not. can
1: people will pati- anticipate something, right? So you mm. know that something will be released, so you will be able to, like, oh, what, what will it be if there's going to be, I think it might be headphones, uh, would I buy headphones? And then you can start thinking about it, like you said, right, okay. rather than just ordering and then returning.
0: Mm. But it's also, like, for, for bigger releases, like, if there's a lot of demand, it's I could imagine it also being a bit more of an effort to coordinate all the servers around the world to To make sure all the all the dis- different uh, uh, nodes have the same same website to serve at the same time, because realistically, Apple probably won't deploy that before they're ready to deploy it. <laughs> yep. no, that yeah, yeah, makes sense. But there are there are companies that do this at
2: large scales, and it goes okay. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's it's not an unsolvable problem
0: if no, it no, was a priority. It's just Apple is relatively secretive. So I don't think they they, they want to deploy things around the world before they're ready to show it to the world. I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. Hmm. Anyway, I, I thought it was a good week. I, I really enjoyed that. Um I think we probably won't have a lot to say about iPads. I think uh we might have more to talk about that at dubdub. Um but at the moment still the same story to me. It's like cool, hardware, is good. Overall there's an iPad for everyone. But except,
1: except when people don't want one.
0: Yeah, yeah. And but maybe I think uh, software is is what I need to see changing for, for an iPad to become interesting to me. Mm. But so,
1: before there was an iMac release too, so I feel like they did also get things. They released things that for people who are not necessarily sure, iPad users. Sure, the, so. the
0: iMac is, is great. Mm. Um, I can't wait to see people actually having their hands on. Yeah, it would be nice on. to
1: see some people actually. Having benchmarks and things like fan noises, hmm. and yeah, it would be nice to have see some reviews of it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, especially considering how quiet my 2017 iMac is, I yeah. it would be interesting to see if if that is just uh, consistent with the new models, or if they actually produce a significant enough more heat to 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 change that.
1: Um, if it would produce. If it would be the same amount of quietness, would you be considering buying this one? Uh,
0: I mean, this is this is a interesting spec bump. It's it's a good spec bump. That's I mean, in general, that's what I was waiting for for a long time when I held off on buying an iMac. Mm-hmm. Just a simple spec bump. So in general, I'm in favor of that. I don't think I I still believe there will be a larger redesign for the iMac. Um, I mean, it's it's gotta come s- at some point, right? And I think that's probably when I would upgrade to to an iMac. I mean, I'm super happy with the one I have. It's it's mostly spec bump. There's not really any need for me to to switch to a different one. Um, so I'm 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 quite happy. I'm happy that the iMac gets updates. I think that's good. Um, but I don't see any reason to upgrade before there's something more significant.
1: Okay, that makes sense. I mean, you don't seem to struggle with your current machine. I think it's powerful enough for you. Yeah, it's you great. I mean, and- what,
0: what would have been more enticing is if they... If they would have had like a either a T two chip or obviously things like face ID and those kind of things that yeah. are definitely on horizon. That for... That does feel
1: like something that the iMac would be very early on. I think that would maybe be the first it's a great device. machine for that. Yeah, yeah, it would probably be before before any laptops. So I think that makes sense that that would come up quite soon. But yeah. I think, I,
0: I, I mean, I wouldn't say soon. I think Apple's Sooner. quite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, you have more space to work with. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I think that would be interesting if the iMac would have been going down that route with the redesign cooling and face ID and, like, all the all the, those kind of things. That would have been... Uh, I would have been more enticed to upgrade, but now I'm just happy that it is... that the iMac is getting upgrades, and if, if Apple keeps bumping them until they're ready with a new one, I'm 100% fine with that.
1: All right, that makes sense.
0: Mm. And then we had new AirPods...
1: Woohoo! Airpods.
0: I think this was the most exciting product for us.
1: <laughs> I, I'm super excited because, I, as some of you may remember, I lost my headphones and oh. I've been walking around with well, a case. Well, you phone.
0: lost one headphone and a no, case.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's sort of the majority of of the of the yeah, product. Two third, and also the part of the product that you need to charge the part that I had. Yep. So. Yeah, I sort of need a new pair of headphones and I ordered a pair. I'm very Mm. excited. And this time (laughs) I got them engraved. Mm. Um, So if I lose these, I'm hoping that someone will be like, these are Mullins headphones. I feel bad for taking these headphones now. And then they might leave them or somehow try to find me.
2: I don't know. It's a unique name. Do you have your name or, like, an email address or something?
1: I should have had an email address. That's not a bad yeah, idea. Like
2: email or phone number? Yeah,
1: not f- no f- phone f- number. No phone re- number. <laughs> it's going to change up.
0: You reckon? I wouldn't, I wouldn't even answer a call from a random number.
1: <laughs> no, you get so many spam calls.
2: But
0: then they could text
1: you and be like, hey, I have your
2: AirPods. Then you might answer the call.
1: Yeah. No, it's more that I feel like... People will probably be a little bit re- less reluctant to take them, or if they try to resell them, uh, if they get stolen, it's a lot harder to do that. Um, and also, if you I don't leave look them, you like a marlin. <laughs> no, but I-, I could find them online. Um, <laughs> and if um, this will make it easier, because Kai and I have the same headphone, like we we both used to have. Um, We both used to have AirPods, and I used to accidentally pick Kais sometimes in the morning. And now I'm going to be able to know which ones are mine. So,
0: I don't think this
1: was a bad idea. Like, of all the things you can engrave, I think the headphones are pretty good for that. Because I'm not going to, I'm realistically not really going to resell these, or I'm going to use them for a really long time at least. It's not, I'm not upgrading this as often. So, I think this makes sense.
0: Yeah, and it's it's really good timing because now we're at a point where, uh, I mean, my red, uh, right headphone has been dead for quite some time. So uh, just battery being dead now, it lasts about three minutes on a phone call. Um, so it's it's also it was uh, I, I I needed to get a new pair if I wanted to continue to use AirPods. So it was good timing.
1: Hmm. Did you get any? Uh, AirPods, Zach. I didn't. What? And I kind
0: of. (laughs) Oh, you didn't know that. You're so disappointed, guy. I somehow assumed you would.
2: (laughs) I really wanted to. Um, but then there was. Oh yeah, I
0: forgot that you have your spare pair anyway.
1: What? I I, yes, yes.
0: Um, to to clarify, you know, Zach is one of those scholars that gets a free.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 So Apple
2: gave out AirPods at WWDC last year, and um. Yeah, I still have those unopened. Um, mm-hmm. The thing is that the new features—I mean, Hey Siri is cool, um, but not essential. And I figure, like, most of the reason to upgrade because these these current ones, which I've had um, for two years or two and a half years since they came mm-hmm. out, they're obviously not going to last much longer, um, and the battery's starting to deteriorate and all that. So the the number one reason I have for upgrading would be for the longevity, like the battery and all that, mm-hmm. but. If I have an unopened pair, that's going to solve that problem for mm-hmm. you know if I open them today, it's probably going to solve that problem for the next two years. so I'm not sure that it's worth upgrading i' st- I'm still keeping an eye on the Apple store and looking at when like the ship dates, and it hasn't really gone know- out that far. I think oh. you can still get them in seven days okay um but i just I would kind of feel bad buying a new pair of airPods when I have an unopened pair. I feel like I should mm. at least
0: use the unopened
2: pair for a while first. And the other thing is that... You should
0: use the unopened pair to sell on online to buy yourself a new pair.
2: Yeah, you can just sell Well, them. I could do that. And I, I've had a, I've had people who have said maybe they would be happy to take the other ones off my hands, um, which, like, that, that is also a valid option. Um, but the thing is, like, for me to buy... New, I, I would have bought these new AirPods in an instant if they were in any way waterproof. Or advertised as water. I know they're probably waterproof. <laughs> I know. But if they're advertised as waterproof, I will snap again. them up in an instant. Um, <laughs> that, would, that would have been enough for me to buy them. But, yeah. And also, like, on the whole wireless charging thing, again, that's really cool. But I don't have a phone that charges wirelessly and thus don't have any wireless charges in my house right now. Mm. Um, so, you're going to my- buy a new phone,
1: I think. I think that's the conclusion. yeah. Well,
2: that's the thing. Like maybe maybe at the end of the year when I do get a phone with wireless charging, I'll be more inclined to uh, pick up a pair of these AirPods because you can charge with Qi, um, which mm. is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, and at that point, I could even just buy the the case um, instead of buying the whole three hundred dollars headphones. I could buy the hundred dollars case that charges mm. wirelessly and put the new, or I should say, unopened AirPods in a box. Wait, no in this new case not in a box (laughs) why is he in a box That makes no sense sorry my brain is fried from working on this uh, student WWDC project Um, Mm, it's been a long week (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's a, I, it's about the only week of the year I can use this excuse, so <laughs> I'm going to roll with it. Actually think it.
0: You, you do quite often switch uh, your AirPods between your Mac and your iPhone, though, right? Yes. So you would actually benefit from the faster connect times.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 that is true. Um, like, so, I don't doubt that I would benefit from these new AirPods. Just the thing is, I don't know if I'd benefit $300. Mine um, minus like, t- like, don't get me wrong, I am, like, number one AirPods fan, like, I love the things... Um, and like would happily like they're, they're probably I think I've said it before but the AirPods and Apple Watch are the two devices which I would replace in an instant with like the same model if I lost them mm-hmm. whereas mm. in my phone I might be more inclined to pick up an old one until the new one comes out but that said uh, also $300 for headphones I don't really need is a lot of money mm. Mm. so yeah fair enough but yeah I'm I'm excited to well hear you're
1: very, very mature of you Hmm.
2: <laughs> I did just, or maybe did just spend a lot of money on a WWDC ticket. So <laughs> I would say I'm being responsible
0: this week at least. Oh. But speaking of that, that also means we actually have quite this uh, standing in our uh, prediction episode. Uh, prediction <sighs> you guys standing. do.
1: You guys do. Yeah. So
0: um, Zach and I are already on board, on the board with with points.
1: Yeah. So I, so I actually
0: updated the, the score sheet that I um, linked in the last episode, kind of live as new things came came out. So um, we actually have Zach already. Uh, so we're acquiring. doing this now.
1: Are we really going to talk about that just a quick update? Stuff?
0: It's it's uh, there's not a lot to talk I, about I, your your suggestions. I know, anyway. So. I don't have any points.
1: <laughs> Should we just skip through this, guys?
0: No, because now now when it was uh, announcement week, I thought it's good. Okay, to, and with our last minute. I'm but to be fair, it wouldn't it wouldn't be
2: possible for Marlon to have points at this stage because the event hasn't happened
0: yet. Yeah, Marlon. All of her picks were related to the. Yeah, Marlon... <laughs> Uh, and yeah. I
1: feel like I'm not going to be very lucky with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, Zach and I kind of adjusted to the new rules that Zach suggested. Which well, was I-, I played it in helpful.
1: hardcore, okay? I played See, it in and I only had those world. in
2: mind for as rules for after the event, but well, I think during the episode we agreed if anything happened between our recordings, it counts. Yep. So, it's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, oh. so now the standing yeah. is Zach already acquired eight points for the new AirPods mm-hmm. that he didn't even buy. Um, and <laughs> I already that might g- change by next week <laughs> <laughs> And I already got uh, 2 times 4 points Because it was a wild card For new Apple Watch bands mm. um, Plus 2 points for an iPad update And you said
1: last time that you didn't want to put any iMac predictions in here because you knew you would be
0: disappointed
1: and that you would have wasted points.
0: It wasn't that I thought I would waste points. It's just the iMac predictions already cost me so many points over all the other prediction events we've done. I just couldn't couldn't do it. But anyway, I'm still at the moment in the lead by two points. Um, So Mm -hmm. we'll see we'll see uh what happens on monday
1: yeah i mean i feel like this is going to be a hard episode to re- release we get we're recording now on a friday and i think hopefully we'll release it sunday or monday but this might be for saturday or sunday yeah i hope this is not too confusing for people to listen to um but i think we will try to so
2: we're recording yeah just to be clear we're recording before the event yeah um and we're trying to release before the event so that it's clear that this week's episode isn't actually about the event. Yep. Um, and I think we'll do a similar thing next week where we try and record uh, and release as soon as possible. So, we won't release on our usual midweek schedule, but yep. we'll release. It'll still be almost a week after the event. Mm. Um. But, yeah. yeah. At least at that point, like it'll be a little bit different to what we've done before where I think we've watched events recorded minutes after and then released. Mm. I think this will be nice to sort of have some time to let the dust settle and maybe think about things. So I think this event in particular, it's not just going to be shiny new hardware products. It's a little bit more about <laughs> Apple's strategy going forward for services and things like that. So I think it is the type of event that benefits maybe from a little bit more um, thought going into the discussion around what's been announced. Hmm. Um Not to say that we don't actually think when we talk about iPhones, but more just (laughs) we we know a little bit more about what we're expecting there. And we sort of we know the iPhone. We've all used them for years. I think we can we can form opinions pretty fast there. But Mm. maybe it's a little bit different when it's things we don't know so much about and particularly me because I'm not like all up in the media game of, like,
1: streaming
2: well, stuff what like about last that? week I think I said there was gonna be a Batman TV show but you know I right. mean that's not, so, I feel like I
1: gave you a little bit of a harsh time about that it's not, too, <laughs> it's not super unlikely that there will be a Batman show but it was a very particular pick that you picked there so that's a random
2: guess yeah yeah well, I don't know what people watch but I, that's okay I,
1: I might I, I would probably watch it you can you can pitch the idea to me and then, <laughs> then we'll see hmm so, and,
2: um, so Apple, if you're listening and you want to buy the rights to this show, <laughs> uh,
0: you'll have to buy the podcast first. No, I don't know if there's a, not a lot of money left. Didn't Apple? Didn't? Wasn't there a report that Apple had a billion to spend on their TV efforts?
1: Is that a lot or a little? That's. The, I mean, I would.
0: I have would you, say you would billion a billion dollars million? is little, but based on our income, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> No, um, but for a
1: TV show, how, is, is that expensive? I don't really know how much uh, a TV show would I mean, cost I to produce. I think
0: Netflix is at $3 billion or something per year.
1: Oh, okay. So their budget per year for all the Netflix original mm-hmm. is $3 billion. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Apple's was $1 billion per year.
0: That's yes. not
1: bad considering how many Netflix originals there are. All
0: right. So it turns out, uh, live follow-up... Um, Netflix uh, 2018 budget is 13 billion.
1: Oh, that's a bit more. Oh, wow. Are you sure Apple is only 1 billion? So Apple's
2: is significantly less. Um, How do you compete then? Like, if you're charging the same amount or within a couple mm -hmm. of dollars a month of what Netflix is charging, how do you compete? That's going to be difficult.
1: Bundle pricing. Oh,
2: actually, I wonder if they have all the iTunes content on this streaming service. Is that. That's a possibility?
1: What I, yeah, that's what I predicted.
2: Yeah? Okay. will be we bundled okay. with
1: something like Apple Music. Oh, you mean iTunes as in TV shows? No, no, no shows. I mean, like, oh, that's like,
2: yeah, yeah, all the stuff they have on idea. iTunes. Like, they have a movie collection. They have TV shows mm. and stuff. Like, I bought stuff through iTunes before. Mm. Um, I wonder if, like, you don't necessarily need, a, like, too much original content. If you spend a billion dollars on original content, that's probably going to buy you a couple of shows at least. Yeah. And then maybe you have 50% of what's in the iTunes
0: catalog. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Dreaming rights are still usually negotiated uh, independently from purchase Yeah, price. yeah.
2: Like, I'm sure they would have to work for it. That's why I don't imagine they would have their complete set of yeah, media. Yeah. But if you could get... Like, if you even aimed to have 50... If you got a deal with, like, I don't know, maybe the five major studios or whatever that you have, like, whose content you have, and you that might equate to half of your shows or i don't don't know i'm just throwing out random numbers but (laughs) you know what i mean like that type no but like do you know what i'm trying to say yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you get your big if you get your big customers in and signed on to this new thing then you suddenly have a bunch of shows that already exist i don't i
0: don't i mean again we don't really know anything but my assumption is more that apple will try to push the original stuff as much as possible and focus on that and rather have you sure well that's what gets you new
2: customers right I mean, you can buy anything you can buy on iTunes. You can buy in a video store. You can probably find on other streaming services. Mm-hmm. But but I wonder if uh, if, if, you if have releases originals. at
0: least initially will be more um, episodical. Is that a way of saying it? Uh, it is now. Uh, I wonder if Apple will not just dump them all like Netflix does, because they realistically probably won't have that many shows on day one. We'll probably so you think
1: that's a way for them to make people to stay least, subscribed?
0: At least but they can't it out the a same
1: bit. price then. Then it has. To, I think that's why it would be bundled with I something mean, else.
0: That, that's what we had with music, right? Music was free for the first three mm. months. I wouldn't be surprised to just get it for free for three months,
1: and then they only have. Uh, I mean, how many shows? <laughs> the, the the few shows they would have would be released within those three months, right? Yeah, but that so then that's, they basically give them out for free, and people want to continue to be in you know, subscribe. I mean, if Apple has twelve,
0: thirteen, fourteen TV shows, yeah, um, yeah, kind of ready now and that kind of yeah. It's- so I mean, like that kind of strategy makes sense, and I know
2: this is one data point, but when Apple Music was announced and I did the three month free trial, I had no intention of of sticking with it at that point.
1: Mm. I mean. <laughs>
2: I, I but then they got you like a couple of hours a week. Like I, d- I didn't really have money, but I realized that I was spending. Like I realized during that three month free trial that it would be cheaper for me to stick with the Apple Music student plan than it because I didn't buy any new music during those three months. Obviously because I had it all in Apple Music, I realized hey, this is actually cheaper than than like buying an album every couple of months or whatever because albums are kind of expensive uh, like mm-hmm. physical albums that I was buying and or even on iTunes and that like I mean. I know if I'd properly sat down and thought about that, I probably could have worked, like, come to that conclusion myself, but it sort of took that free trial and not really thinking about it too much for me to go, oh, this is actually probably better off than, mm-hmm. this is probably better than the strategy I had before. Um, so yeah, I don't know, like that kind of, that kind of marketing does work. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I agree that I wouldn't be surprised if there was a free trial. I mean, maybe you can't, maybe it's more difficult to convince, um, some Hollywood studios to allow for three months free trials, or Apple take the cut for three months. I mean, m- mm-hmm. maybe you have a month, maybe you have three, but um, yeah, it's just a matter of whether, like, what, how hard Apple are willing to negotiate. I guess. Mm.
0: So you expect there to be non Apple stuff on on the TV service? I don't
2: think you can launch something with only original content. Yeah,
0: it's, yeah, it is. and
2: and charge ten bucks a month. If you bundle it in with Apple Music, mm-hmm. if this is a way to get more Apple Music subscribers, or you say it's an extra two dollars a month on top of Apple Music, then maybe
1: yeah. or the the new new if there is a new new subscription, they could bundle it with that as well. New subscription. <laughs>
0: It is. It is oh, difficult. So, yeah, you probably need. You the need- new
2: subscription one is actually interesting though. So there was like a some um some people were talking about it on Twitter this week, and someone made the point that you know if you subscribe to the Wall Street Journal, for example, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to pay three hundred dollars a year. But if you if this hypothetical Apple news service exists and it's only ten or fifteen dollars a month, and you get access to the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times and the Washington Post and all of these news uh things and I'm just talking about American news media that I don't really know much about. Um and you get suddenly get access to all of these and you're A better off financially, but B you get more more stuff. So maybe it does make sense. And I was thinking about that because I mean in, in my house uh I I mean I don't pay for it, but my household does pay for a subscription to a newspaper which also gives online access and all of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like maybe in my house it makes sense to move from something that we pay a reasonable amount of money for to something digital where you get the same stuff for cheaper and you get more of it and the whole family might get access if it's a family plan um so i don't know like i i obviously dismissed this idea a couple of weeks ago because personally i wouldn't be interested but if my family were then why not kind of thing i don't know it's interesting
1: yeah. and then it would also make sense if you are a family then you could also have the tv subscri- if it would be bundled. I feel like I'm trying to push this because it's one of my pick, but I just feel like it makes sense for a f- it makes sense for a family to get that type of bundle because you get the newspaper, so you get the new subscription that some people in the family want, and then I mean, all the other content can be shared, like uh, things that they're watching and things that things that you're listening to. I think that would be quite cool for a family. There's but-
0: something for
1: everyone. Exactly. Mm. That
0: should be the slogan. Yep. And this is how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. It's- that's why that's why despite like the event being different, I'm I'm very interested in how yeah. it's being sold. I just feel
1: like this is gonna be such a different event, so it will be quite interesting to see.
0: The entire format will be interesting. Because mm. I don't think we'll see the, the standard format that you usually have. Wonder if we'll see more I mean it has to be just with the audience, I, I just also think it will be a bit less here's an update on kind of thing it might be more action-packed maybe we see phil Schiller jumping uh...
2: oh i reckon this is unlike any event we've seen before so do you remember last year's education event how that it almost wasn't an apple event like mm-hmm. yes it had the apple presenters but it was very different very different location it wasn't you know your your typical blacks like black room with a bright screen behind this like there was obviously that part of things but it was just in a very different location it was a bit lighter it was whole bunch of different faces they didn't talk really about apple things i mean they did announce an ipad but apart from that everything was videos and education and getting teachers on stage and that's not something we normally see so i think this is going to be very much like that where it's not like your typical apple announcement but instead we have a whole range of people on stage that you wouldn't a few years ago have ever expected to see at an apple event Mm.
1: that's gonna be interesting yeah, I agree. Um, okay, I know I'm switching topics now, and we can get back to this if you guys want to, but um, talking about different um, different styles of event made me realize that, I don't know if, I, fe- I know you watched it, Kai, but Zach, did you hear about the um, Google releasing Stadia? <laughs> Is this something you heard of? Is that the
0: game thing? Oh, wow. You- I didn't expect you to know at all But yeah. we're talking yeah,
1: about. Yeah, me neither. So, yes, that's yeah, it. Yeah, I know
2: what you're talking about. I didn't did, actually know what it was called. Did you watch that the I, announcement I have- at all? No.
1: So I found this to be very interesting to watch. Um, Not the announcement in itself, and I think the product in itself has a lot of potential and we can talk about that too, but I thought the announcement, the way they did the announcement was very interesting because the way I watched it was to watch a reaction video of people watching the event. Uh, I know this sounds very convoluted, but basically what I did was to watch um, this um, gaming podcast or this gaming YouTube channel where they usually play video games. They were watching the Stadia announcement. So they were watching a tech company releasing a new product. And this was super interesting to me because um, you sort of had a different look into what other people think about Silicon Valley companies. <laughs> and this was really fun and also slightly... Not uncomfortable, but unsettling to watch. so the people who watch it they are really good at what they're doing and they are like really good um within game they have a good great reputation in gaming, and like they they're doing a really good job at what they're doing um and but I don't think they're used to watching tech events um when it's not actual game releases. they're not used to watching product events in this way, and like Google really didn't do a good job too like Aim this for the right audience or for that type of audience, because like if you watch a game release event, they usually have like game trailers. There's so much like action going on on the stage, like it's actually like trailer after trailer. But like this, there was barely like Google barely put any like demo in it for the product. They just spoke about it, and I think it was so fun to see the people who watched this because um, they they were like, "Where's the trailer? Why are you telling us about your product?" And who is this guy now coming up on stage? Because like Google always want to be able to bring different people up who were involved in the product, and I think that's really good from a technical company point of view because it feels like they value different teams that were involved. But like if you watch people who were actually just in it for the content, they were so bored about this. Like they were like, "Can we please see something?" And like they were very, very. Fed but it's up also, on
0: this. Google Google wanted to show that they're. That they are committed to this, mm. so they had Sundar Pichai opening that presentation.
1: Who was really not the best person and to, to do. I this. mean, <laughs> we
0: as as kind of interested in tech and what Google's up to, what Apple's up to, obviously knew about Sundar Pachai. It's probably mm. the first time we've seen him do stuff on a stage, but he walked on stage and said. Yeah, I'm I'm actually not playing a lot of video games. And then the reaction by the from those the uh, easy allies was obviously, well, why are you at this event? Okay, then? <laughs> so the Google CEO
1: basically um just went up on stage and said like just so everyone's aware, I'd never really play games and it's like Really? That's why opening this, and he's like, "But I played a lot of crickets! Well, uh, no, not crickets. Cricket, cricket. <laughs> and like it, it, w- it, was really awkward, and like this, it really didn't give a good vibe for anyone who's interested in actually playing video games. Um, and then they kept on bringing people up on stage, and. In, like, regular Google fashion, they were super excited about the technology. So, basically, um, what you can do with Stadia is to go from any device and play, like, uh, what they call, or what they kept on saying, um, AAA game um, directly on a console in the cloud.
0: Should should we maybe explain what what, uh, Stadia is? If you want to. Zach, do you know what uh, Stadia is? Okay, maybe
2: I should say what I think it is, and then you can correct me if I'm wrong. Or... Tell me how awesome I am. No, um, <laughs> all right. It's that is it that thing where um, you like you're playing games, but like the actual game is running remotely, and you're basically just controlling it from your machine, but kind of relies on a good internet connection.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, hmm. So it's gaming yeah. that excludes the Australians. <laughs> yeah. So wow. <Well>, like, yeah. <laughs> they actually
0: do I am exclude Fender. <laughs> they actually did exclude Australia. It will not launch in Australia. Um, Yeah, because, like, you can't get internet over here. Um, So, the idea is, usually, you would have a console at home, right? Or a gaming PC at home. So, you have a machine at home, you put in the game, or you download the game, you play it. And, um... Google's alternative to that is: Hey, instead of having everyone having a console at home or a gaming PC and constantly having to upgrade that, and everyone has a different PC, we just have a server farm because we're Google. We already have a server farm. Um, and that's we, the
1: voice they used. That's, that's we exactly. have our server farm.
0: So Google has a whole bunch of computers already in 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 some data centers. So essentially, they run the games on those slates, and you have a video stream from your Chrome browser or whatever Google device you want to use. Um, so you get a video stream and you basically just send them the inputs and all the rendering happens on the machine and you just get a video of it. And optimization and, and shortest path and those kind of things. So apparently the lag is somewhat comparable to to local playback and you get 4K and you get like 60 frames per second and and those kind of things. Um and then obviously Google positioned themselves as, Hey, we, we solved gaming for you. And that was another thing that really didn't work too well with the with the gaming audience. Yeah. Google comes in and says, Hey, we solved the problem. Yeah, because <laughs> we fixed gaming. It's like, no longer broken. You're yeah. welcome. And Because people like, in uh, gaming they were
1: like, Was it broken in the first place? <laughs> like
0: It's it's a bit condescending. Like yeah. I think that was the, the, the feeling all the uh, all the hosts on the podcast had that they felt like it was very condescending towards this. I mean, video games is one of the largest entertainment, if not the largest entertainment industry in the world, right? It's way bigger than 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 Hollywood and movies, um, in in like revenue numbers. And then like typical tech company coming in saying, "Hey, we fixed it for you. You're welcome." Hmm. Uh, yeah, it was- felt like they were a
1: little bit isolated from the pr- like from from the real world. and but I mean, they really do have a whole realize. bunch
0: of video game people in the company that did and,
1: Yeah, I know, that was hire good, good, but people. the way they presented this, like you say, they seemed to try, pretend that they, or, oh, they presented like they solved a problem that was existing, but people didn't really seem to have a problem. That doesn't mean there wasn't a problem or that there isn't a better solution, but the way that they presented it was a bit yeah, mm. condescending. Mm. Or um,
0: I, at least I can understand why people in the industry would perceive it as a condescending yeah. way of announcing a new product yeah
1: hmm. anyway so the way that the demo stadia was basically this one guy coming up on stage and he played um assassin's creek um and he was picking it up he started picking up a phone and then he started playing the game and he it launched directly he started like um swimming through water um and then he picked up a different device and he kept on playing and then he started walking where he just went off and then he picked up another one. For
0: like took three another thi- two steps three like, seconds on each device. Yeah, it
1: was a very short demo on each device. But the thing is that Google seemed to have been very proud about the smooth uh, handover between different devices and the smooth uh, connection to the server to be able to play those games. Um and that's fine. And that's the tech that Google decides to show off because for them, that's the impressive technical, um, technical implementation. Um, well, as someone who is into games, they actually want to see a bit more gameplay, and they want to see how smooth it's running, and they want to see, um, like they want to see it in action, and they want to see what happens. Like, how do you connect? How do you start a new game? And those type of things to see, like the user experience flow. But it felt so tradition, like so typical Google to just show, look how fast we're able to do this, look how well engineered it is. And that's good, but it just didn't make for a good demo for that type, for, like for for the people who are interested in the games themselves. That's interesting. I
0: mean, it was at, at GDC. It is a game developer yeah, conference. Yeah, it is a game
1: developer conference, but I still think you probably should try to position yourself a little bit differently if you want to appeal to... You should still appeal to a broader audience because you still have users it of It depends, of right? If,
0: if Google wouldn't have hyped it the way they did, yeah. like announcing it a week in, in advance, saying we will show you the future video games, mm. then maybe, you know, I think... That that kind of forced them to to present it differently from just showing up at a developer conference saying, "Hey, we built this thing you yeah. can build for,"
1: and that's fine. But the way they said it made many people want to watch it. I think even mm. if they weren't into um, the development for mm. the platform,
2: and that's one thing that Apple are pretty good at. I think is knowing their audience, and that's mm. why like next week's event, I might Ooh, nice I'd, way of tying Maybe all three in. of us, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely think I'm probably going to walk away from that event and go either, "Oh, that was boring," or maybe they announce some interesting stuff but i'm not interested in it personally like i th- i think i'm not going to walk away going that was great but i think that's that's perfectly okay like i don't have to like i'm their tech audience and now apple are a bit more than a tech company and mm. if i'm not the target market that's fine and you know on twitter it's very easy people get upset about these things and you know oh, apple are forgetting about the nerds or whatever, but it's like Apple. Apple's customers are whoever will buy what they make and they, their customers aren't necessarily tech people. Yeah. So I yeah. don't think there's a problem with that, but I think that's something that we have to sort of come around to the idea of that maybe not every Apple event is for us. I mean, the yeah. education event last year, we watched it because we have an interest in Apple as a company, but the the classroom stuff, I mean, none of us are ever going to use that or at least in the foreseeable future. So but we're but we're mm. still interested from a from like the perspective of following the company, not because it's something that we might find useful in our day-to-day lives. And that's okay. Yeah,
1: it's still interesting for interesting for the for the industry and like dedication event. That does sort of show where Apple is positioning themselves in that area. Um and I think Apple, this is something people sometimes complain about at WW2 or WWDC. So they, they feel a little bit unsatisfied with the keynote itself because it's not very technical, but that's exactly why they have State of the Union afterwards, which is definitely meant to be more for developers. I don't think press is even invited to that. Um, so I think they are really good at like deciding what content is for who, but also make people who are not necessarily technical understand something or um like make give give people something interesting in all of it so i think that was sort of why i thought it was interesting to see the stadia thing because it was so um it was interesting to get a different perspective on it and um see what other people outside of silicon valley and outside of the direct industry think about those events and it made me laugh a bit because i some sort of got accustomed to this and thought like this is a normal event what are you guys talking about but then i realized that certain things just don't real like are just a little bit weird on how sort of like uh, apple and google are starting to present things
0: i wouldn't i wouldn't put apple and google in the same boat though
1: <laughs> i think google often has started to mimic Apple's presentation. They're stuff. still
0: very different. I feel like every time I watch a Google event, I still feel like politics influence their presentations. It's like, oh, we need a, the head of this this team, and we need a person from that team to to speak, and it, it feels.
1: It different. I feel like they do tend to get a bit more diversity than Apple, though, because they do put sure. different I people think, on
0: stage. I think it's better. From I, I mean, Apple is is showing us a lot more of their employees now too. But it doesn't feel as much as that every single feature needs to be announced by people working on it. They're usually people representing their teams. Mm-hmm. Um in in a in a larger But that's how that's how you get a three hour Google I.O. keynote. Which
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: look I mean it's one way to approach the problem, but I think we all agree that it's probably not the best. Mm.
0: Yeah. And I I mean I'd rather have a diverse group of people announcing larger chunks than having a new person for every single button (laughs) so i I still feel google google the google io keynote is always still a bit it, it feels more dragged out because of that it's interesting because google is a lot more like here's some random random stuff we worked on uh and i it's very much not what you expect because it's like really coming out of nowhere that google's like here's this ai that that pretends to be a human it's like oh didn't yeah. see that coming yeah. but but i mean also they're also often like, we're launch. never
1: gonna we're never gonna launch this but isn't it cool we could do it
0: <coughs> air power <laughs> oh what is happening yeah, with air yeah what do you guys think
1: like <laughs> uh, it felt like that would be a thursday thing <laughs> i don't think it's ever gonna yeah, happen guys no, i agree i think i think it's I, look
0: that would actually be a good thing to release towards the end of the week, right? Because people need to talk about it yeah. just because it's yep. been so delayed. And I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of get the feeling that it might not be exactly what was announced. Because if you look at the images that leaked more recently, they don't sh- like. If you look at the initial uh, images, they always had three devices laying on them. If you look at the more recent leaked images, it's always two. So yeah, so I wonder if if some kind of functionality had had to be cut. Um. So, might not be a bad thing to release that product towards the end of the week, so people. Yeah, it's a Friday but thing. so <laughs> yeah.
1: people forget it by Monday.
0: Realistically, when do you
2: announce AirPod uh, Air Power? Now, assuming Air Power is coming, like for the sake of discussion, Apple have Air Power that they're going to release between now and WWDC. When do you do it? Because next... You can't do it on Monday. Like, you can't pull a sneaky before the event because no, the event it, is on Monday. Yeah. Or maybe. You, you because could then the potentially event will drop it in a press release after the event. Mm. But, like, next week's that discussion... they so Apple much wanted, attention
0: from the tech press, Exactly.
2: That's the problem. That's the problem. They want the attention
0: to be on the event, and I That's the a reason they cleared the slate, not to then exactly. bring out this product that has been talked. Right. I mean AirPower would be no big news if it wouldn't have been delayed as much. Right, if it would have exactly. just been released on time, it would be people like would be- a new some people watch would band. say it's it's great. It's a great charging mat, and some people say it's really good. Others just couldn't care less but now because it's mm. been delayed and there's so many you know it's always those things that that get delayed then the rumor mill starts rolling and it's like why would it be uh, delayed and then minchi has information Then there's this i don't know if you've seen over the last few days there was like this other company that had the trademark for air power and apple tried to 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 fight them so they wouldn't get the trademark and all of a sudden yesterday i think or today even that trademark dispute was all of a sudden terminated and then uh, there were rumors that apple just bought the company it's <laughs> I,
2: I yeah yeah i did see that but you know how occasionally from time to time and everyone will deny this everyone from apple to the the people involved Will deny it, but Apple will uh, sort of whisper to a publication or to a tech journalist and Mm -hmm. say, "Hey, Air Power is still coming. It's coming later this year." Like I'm, I'm so surprised they haven't done something like that. (laughs) Like, you know, someone hasn't tapped John Gruber on the shoulder and said, "Hey, mate, like we're, you know, it's coming," and then you know he posts it on his site as sources close to the matter. But you know, like that, it feels like Air Power needs a controlled leak because everyone's spinning
0: their own narrative about but it I think now. that's why and Apple, there's something out of Apple's control that they didn't know when. I think, I mean, realistically, yeah. Apple probably would have liked to release it this week before the event, but something forced them not to be able to. It might be technical, it might be production, it might be the trademark, because I just saw an update but on that.
2: really the trademark, like, has the trademark thing been going on for 18 months? Like, Apple could stop these things. I, that that's something that money can fix. And it <laughs> sounds like money has fixed it. But that. I mean, but money fixed How do you, get, how do you today, get to the right? week of release and have that as a problem?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know. I mean, know. not really. I it's mean, more it like, how do you
1: get to a year and a half after the release. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean...
0: Like, like uh, what, did this
2: company come up two months ago and say, yeah. hey, now we're suing you 18 months after this product was
0: announced, but before yeah. you're going to release like, it? It might have like been just before- a cluster fork of, of different things. It might yeah. have first been the technical challenges. I know, but and you then- wouldn't
1: you have got- gotten the trademark before you even announced it? That w- it was WWc right? No, it was September event.
2: September event, yeah. Wouldn't
1: they have... Gotten the trademarks before or gotten the name before? I feel like that's a, like they a don't strength. always
2: do that. Like sometimes they'll apply for trademarks after having like I I know they did that with the original iPhone okay. that they patented some of the stuff after they announced or it was a patent or trade maybe it was name trademark because they didn't want anything to leak. So, like it's not unheard yeah, of yeah. to sort these things out after, but like you said, they've had eighteen months to do it. They didn't announce it last week.
0: Mm. I, I mean, Apple tried to file for the trademark in summer twenty eighteen. And then they found that other company already had a application yeah,
1: for it. Yeah, but I feel like that's kind of that, that's a lot of time times. I know, I know. I, feel like, but I feel like if there were technical issues, you could also th- there was time to solve this. I don't think this <laughs> is the main. Yeah, I think here. this
2: isn't a technical issue. This can't like that company. I guarantee they're not a. They're probably not a big company that will take money if offered yeah.
1: and I think that's the, like, my point with this is not to like say that oh Abby you should have sorted this out earlier it's just I think this sort of shows that it's not necessarily a name issue I think the issue is probably something bigger um that would I'll have say taken that. this also if if
2: that was the reason it didn't release this week then someone isn't doing their job <laughs> true <laughs> like truly if if you get 18 mo- if you get through 18 months of hold ups you get to this big week where you're going to announce a bunch of stuff and it need- <laughs> the timing like, needs to be good before your event next week and it's like oh crap we don't own the name. <laughs> like, somebody has stuffed up. That is not acceptable. Far- <laughs> I would be a very upset product manager if, if that was the reason <laughs> AirPower wasn't going out.
0: Hey, Tim, you filed a trademark I- last year, right? What trademark? <laughs> AirPower? Oops. Exactly. Like, I thought you did like, that. Like, obviously, I joke
2: and people, people make mistakes. Like, I know these things can happen, but seriously, I think... If if that is the only reason that it didn't ship last week, something has gone horribly wrong. No, no, I wrong. don't.
0: I don't think it's it's that at all. I just think there were probably um, a handful of issues that were that they ran into in sequence. And yeah, and that
2: is the most likely outcome, the most likely reason that a bunch of things just didn't go their way, mm. trying
0: to get this product out in time. But so so, when do they announce it now? What do you think? So I, I could imagine that whatever whatever happened, Apple planned to do it relatively recently when they c- concluded, all right, we got the tech under control or we, we're happy to release something that is less than we announced. People probably have forgotten over the last year and a half anyway, what we announced. Um, that now something legal pushed it out so it wouldn't be able to be announced this week despite it kind of being ready as a product. Um, but I think... Missing this week means I don't think they wanna now get any attention f- away from their Monday event. So I, I think the entire next week is out. So I, I wouldn't be surprised any time between like a week or two after the event to just get a bit more attention again. So you um, don't think between, it is did... between between the event and dubdub. Dub.
1: So you don't think it's gonna happen um, the week of the event at all?
0: No, I don't think so. It, it just it it's been delayed so much. It will get way way more attention than it deserves, and I don't I, I can't see Apple wanting Air Power to to get more attention than it deserves in a week where it's <laughs> yeah, clearly I about mean, the
2: services. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Mm. Yeah,
1: it's just weird. I feel like they never really release anything between um, the March event and WWDC, so that's interesting.
0: Mm. I saw someone uh, tweeting. It's like. uh Oprah uh, confirmed at the event, and uh, that she'll give out a free air power under everyone's seat, and that's why <laughs> that they funny. didn't release it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so, in other news, with the event, we're probably only days away from Swift Five mm. being public and being able to submit to the App Store with that. And I was wondering, <laughs> do you think there's enough value? In, if you have an app that uses Swift on the App Store, do you mm-hmm. think that there's enough value in doing an update that does nothing but update the code base to Swift 5 <laughs> uh, to, to save some space in your app's binary?
0: I mean, like. I'm in the lucky situation that I will probably submit something uh, tonight or tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I'll find at least one bug I can fix and uh, submit with... Uh, Swift five,
1: but you're thinking more yeah, like yeah, if you me. have an app that you might not necessarily maintain or work on regularly, uh, whether or not just it's worth push it. a build.
2: Yeah, like I'm thinking. So for Petty, I've done a bug fix update recently. I'm not currently working on anything actively, but I'm thinking I will. Like, I mean, I have a branch that has that it has updated to Swift five, and the the um, conversion or whatever it's called has gone smoothly. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's easy. Everything works. I've run it, tested it. Um, I'm thinking I'm just going to push a build like yeah. version 2.1.1 just no, like an incremental yeah. build mm.
0: because also, you know, like-
2: everyone saves 6 or 8 megabytes actually no you save a lot more because I have like an Apple Watch app and today extension so mm. you'll probably save like 15 megabytes
0: Yeah,
1: I um, don't know if you need to do it just it. because you want to save people space that's a very nice thing to do but I'm thinking as well like next time you actually have something bigger that you want to work on it's nice to have that conversion done and have it shipped out already so that you don't do all sure. of that yeah. in one release so you have that Out there, you have a clean slate, and then you can continue with whatever you want to actually get out in the next update.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a very good point, actually. And I think like that's the other thing. Like the nice thing about working on projects in your spare time, having side projects, is that you can make these decisions sort of on a whim. Like I can push an update that literally just does that, and that will make me happy, even though it might not matter to a single one of the people who use the app. But like, I think we've all been in jobs where you know you're stuck a couple of Swift versions behind or whatever, and that's no fun. So it's yeah. kind of a an opportunity to to push updates with shiny new, if you want. To. Um, so I, like I I am way too excited about being able to push that update. Uh, way more excited than I should be. Um, I pushed a few builds to test flight just to you know to to check the binary size and compare it and all that. Um, and it, it just makes me happy to see it smaller. I don't know. It's a good thing. It's good. Mm.
1: That's very nice of you. Which all developers would we we'll do that because then we save some space on our phone.
2: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. If you have 150 apps and 100 of them use Swift, and you know they're all using between five and ten megs, like if you have a 32 gigabyte phone, getting back half a gig to a mm. gigabyte of space, like that's not insignificant. And then we- you got to remember every app that has an Apple Watch app. That's again another like six meg save. I- so
0: it adds up fast. I wonder at Apple's scale, how much money they will save from that. Like, just in, in, in it's infrastructure. It's surely not insignificant. Yeah. <laughs> At that scale, it, it just needs to be in, in not insignificant number, right?
2: Mm. I, I, I don't... I have thought about this before, but I don't want to imagine, like, Apple's bills for, A, hosting, <laughs> and B, transfer of the data. Like, imagine every time Facebook pushes an update and that goes out to, you know, probably almost... Probably a billion devices. Like, mm-hmm. I know Apple have sold one and a half billion iOS devices, and they say, like, over a billion are in use. Like, probably, like... Yeah, like, how big is know. Facebook's app? Like, like twelve like gigabytes, a couple hundred megabytes. Like every time Facebook push an update, how much is that costing Apple? Like, jeez, mm. um, it's absurd. And and that goes for every app.
1: That's why they need a thirty percent cut
2: <laughs> of what <laughs> Facebook would not have paid a cent to Apple. Mm. Um, <laughs> so it's just, I mean, I know, I know, having Facebook on the platform benefits Apple probably more than it than it benefits Facebook yeah. to be there, if that makes sense. But um, yeah, I mean just that that hosting and transfer cost is would be ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. And suddenly if if every time an app is shipping an update, it's even even if it's 5 megabytes smaller on average, like that's that's going to be significant at that scale anyway. Mm. Um, you know, I'm sure I'm sure people downloading petty and saving 10 megabytes here and there is not going to make a dent anywhere, but if you're talking about apps the in aggregate yeah. it it's kind of nice. Yeah. And as a developer, it's always nice to work with updated and modern versions of would be the th- languages and tools you're using. Mm. Wait,
0: did I get that wrong?
1: <laughs> are you calculating this?
0: Yeah, this must be wrong. What was your estimation? of How well, many people use um, Facebook uh, on iOS?
2: Billion. I mean, there are, aren't there a billion active iOS devices? Yeah, but it- and if you assume like eight hundred million have Facebook, I don't uh,
1: know. I do you really think that many? I don't know. I think More a lot than half. Facebook.
2: Yeah. But, so the thing is, like, in in Western countries, we probably have a lower than average Facebook usage, just because we are in a privileged position to say, "Oh, if I don't want to be on Facebook, I don't have to be on Facebook." Like, I'm mm-hmm. in a very privileged position to say that. But if you're in a country where, I mean, and I know Apple's market share isn't huge in say third world countries, but if you're in a third world country, then you know from everything I've heard, and I'm not an analyst. WhatsApp and Facebook are kind of essential. Um, mm, mm. Yeah. So that
0: would be um, per update two hundred forty petabyte of data.
2: Absurd. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I wonder how much money auto update as a feature is costing Apple, because that wasn't a feature for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd I'd probably say the net positive of having everyone on up-to-date apps so there's probably a net benefit to having everyone running up-to-date apps in terms of support costs and things like that but um definitely a downside to that is the the cost of the data i know i mean like i know i'm updated i don't have that many apps on my phone but i'm probably doing like five app store updates a day and like four or five test flight updates a day just because by their nature test flight updates are more frequent Mm -hmm. Um, and you know there's a there's a few hundred megabytes a day easily that i'm downloading from apple servers um, I mean, how much? How much would an iOS update pushing an iOS update cost Apple? Especially those major ones that are two and a half gigs or whatever to download. Like, that's kind of crazy when you think about it, too. Um, you know, you can't just like we as software as app developers can push an update to our app for free, um, and we don't think about any of that. But if you're Apple releasing an <laughs> iOS update, I'm sure there's a there's a cost benefit analysis going on there. You know what what constitutes a a minor update and is that worth the billion dollars? No, like the few million dollars or whatever it's going to be to to push that out.
0: I, I just looked into uh, AWS uh, egress pricing. What is the unit for this?
1: <laughs> for for what exactly?
0: Megabytes. What do you mean? AWS.
1: Can you clarify a question, their, please? Their
0: pricing table is just not very good. Um, they're saying level first ten terabytes per month, fifteen cents per gigabyte. Ooh, this is per gigabyte. Holy smokes!
1: Okay, so how about this guy? Is it that much? This,
0: no, this just got really confused. My my solver calculations. Now saying it's six thousand petabyte dollars. <laughs> That's not a unit. What is a petabyte dollar?
1: Is that what solver is saying?
0: <laughs> yeah, six thousand petabyte per dollar. <laughs> That's not what I'm trying to calculate here.
2: Do you have Do you have four cents per gigabyte transferred? Nine is that cents. What, is that the rate you're looking at?
0: Eight cents, probably.
2: Eight cents. Mm-hmm. So you're talking. You're talking. Let's say okay. So the Facebook app is two fifty megabytes, but let's say they do delta updates. You download a hundred meg's new each time, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking at point eight cents per per person to update. Wait, apps do delta updates? Yeah, they do. So, you don't download the full 250 or whatever it might be. Um, Sure? Yeah, I'm positive. That's why some updates are actually really fast. You might have a 100 megabyte app, but it it doesn't take very long at all. See, the luxuries of having gigabit gigabit. internet at home. Yeah, you you you. wouldn't notice one way or another. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Could be gigabyte app update. But yeah,
2: no, apps definitely do do Delta updates. I'm not sure if TestFlight does uh, incremental updates, but App Store apps definitely do. Um, And when you uh, when you think about it, it makes sense. At Apple's scale, again, every every megabyte they can not transfer when people are updating apps is money saved.
1: So how much money is it, Kai?
0: It is. I'm
1: not sure if that should be a celebratory.
0: So assuming um, each Apple aren't paying market rates, of course. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But if we're just going for the cheapest rate, AWS has for outbound AWS data. And we're actually having 800 million updates uh, per update. For uh, each is a hundred megabyte. That means we have 80 million gigabyte of uh, updates every time there is an update. Um, that times the eight U.S. cents that you would pay for a gigabyte at AWS, you would pay six point four million dollars. 6.4
1: See, million. Like,
2: okay, again, Apple are, are probably paying way less than that mm-hmm. because I'm sure they've negotiated some great deals. And they probably don't
1: gee, use a third party. They probably don't provider. just host it yeah. standard yeah. AWS. Yeah. But even if you bring yeah. it down
0: to like $0. 2 cents, that's still 1.6 million dollars for each yep. time Face- yeah. Facebook uh-huh. That's more like
2: that's more like <laughs> And again, like, and that goes back like pushing an iOS update, pushing iOS thirteen this um this spring is going to be mm-hmm. very costly. hmm um, I don't know. These are the these are the things that are fun to think about. Kind of yeah, it's, it's interesting.
1: Like, and I think it's something that's you never so easy be the for one a single developer. No. You know? <laughs> like for someone who's just making a single app, it's like, oh, I, like, I, I'm just going to push as frequent as I can because that's great for my users. Mm. But yeah, for Apple, yeah. it's a different thing to think about. So it's interesting. Mm. That. And that's the
2: thing. Like, you look at like, – none of us have ever, at least for our personal projects, have never pushed an app that is going to use anywhere near that amount of data. So like, it, it's a drop in the bucket for Apple to have us on the App Store, and they probably make money on their $150 a year that they get mm. from us for being in that program. Um, but yeah, I mean – you start to think about it on a large scale. And it's like, if you do want to cut costs, then it is doing things like incremental updates Mm. when you're talking about Facebook and Instagram that are really going to help. Hmm. Do you you know who Apple uses for for storage? I'm not sure. Uh, Like, I think it was Marlon, you said that they might probably use their
0: own. That wouldn't surprise
1: me. Like, I feel like that would be the most cost efficient.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, none of us know.
0: I mean, a few years ago, I know that they used Azure for their iCloud stuff. So when Hmm. they moved... um, When they changed all the iCloud stuff, they moved to Azure. Um, I was talking to like an engineer at, at the in the Azure team um, about that project. Um, but I believe since they actually go use S3 and Google, Google Cloud services, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like they're remembering that there was some kind of change in, in their infrastructure. At least for iCloud. I don't know how they serve all the other stuff but I think iCloud is running on Google Cloud and Amazon's infrastructure.
1: Okay. Hmm.
2: Yeah, Big Data is big business. It's not... You know, I'm pretty pretty glad that I'm not involved there, that I just push App Store updates and
0: <laughs> <laughs> at least you're... That uh, your credit card isn't an Apple Google Cloud account.
2: Hey, I mean, when you when you think about uh, when you think about it like this, the thirty percent cut doesn't seem so bad <laughs> after all. But, like, they've got to make the money somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. We're all we're all paying for Facebook to ship their free app.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that makes it feel better, right? The, the indie developer mm. has to eat beans and tuna every day so Uh-oh. Facebook can do like <laughs> are a... You, are
1: you talking about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> we did buy beans yesterday.
0: <laughs> oh. yeah. So, yeah, it's all for Facebook. Mm. Mm. You're welcome, Facebook. Mm. Um,
1: no, but uh, uh, yeah, it's an interesting thing to talk about. Mm. Uh, speaking of beans, uh, how's your app going, Kai? Pretty good. Pretty good? mm Okay, cool. Cool,
0: moving on.
2: Okay, so one more very, very quick topic before uh, we wrap up. Sorry, this is just something um, that I found online about two minutes ago and just want to quickly (laughs) mention. um, So there's a story on 9to5Mac that iPhone 11 may be able to wirelessly charge Apple Watch and AirPods. um, (laughs) and, And I know we've spoken about this before that you know, we all have differing opinions about whether it's useful to be able to charge <laughs> AirPods on the back of your iPhone, but I would just like to say, because as we re- as you remember, I was firmly in the camp of being pro-charging AirPods <laughs> on the back of my iPhone, uh-huh. that I would absolutely love to be able to charge my Apple Watch on the back of my iPhone too, because... Um, I've had two instances where like the Apple watch normally has fabulous battery life but I've had two instances in the last maybe 13 months which were both sort of weird one-offs where something in my Apple watch was draining the battery and it died hours before it normally would and it was unexpected and I had to go well I think in one case I managed to get a charge at the other case I just I'd almost completed my standings for the day so I was like stuff it I'll just wait till I get home and do the final hour and put it on charge and whatever um, but that would be fantastic for like the once a year where my Apple watch tends to you know, some rogue process is killing the battery and it's dead by 4 PM. Um, For like the once a year that happens, I would love to have this feature and be able to just pop it on the back of my phone for 10 minutes and hopefully get some juice into that thing.
0: Um, That's all I have to say. And I, I'm, I I think I'm less, less firmly against that idea just because the AirPods have so tiny batteries um that even with like the three and a half watt you can probably charge
1: the problem is that you still have to put your phone upside down so or face down, so you're uh, yeah, gonna that screen might get scratched yeah, yeah. fair enough,
2: but I think even at this point, like the idea wouldn't be to get airpods or your Apple watch to a hundred percent. It might just be to give it ten percent juice to get it through the rest Yeah, you of the can day. probably get there
0: in like five minutes, and I think that might be yeah, okay that's
2: the thing like if you're if you're waiting for the bus to go home and you need your airpods for the next hour. Like probably holding it to the back of your phone for five minutes is going to be more than enough.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe.
2: Same with the Apple Watch.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about this later this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still not comfortable with my new position, but I. I'm buying my think- iPhone
2: this year, though, guys. I'm actually really excited.
1: Are you buying your phone? <laughs> yeah, I am. We'll That's talk exciting. about this later.
2: I know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Let's it's been about- too long. Kind of getting excited now. All right.
1: Um, I probably won't.
2: But. Are we- oh. I don't think I'll buy a watch this year if it helps. If if any- too often.
1: If it helps, what if, do you mean?
2: If it helps comfort your uh, you're, feeling no, bad about not buying a phone. Your
1: misery doesn't help me feel better. Then I feel <laughs> worse for you. <laughs> all
2: right. Well, the next time we record, the event will have happened. Just to reiterate, we are recording before the event happened. Even though you might be listening to this after the event. Um, but the next episode, we will share all our thoughts on the
1: event. Mm. Um, yeah, so if, hopefully people don't think we hopefully weren't too off um, in case people listen to this after the event. But I have a feeling I'm going to be off. I have a feeling I'm not going to get many points in the draft. But let's see. Looking forward to it. Look on the bright
2: side, you have the most points left that you could possibly pick up between <laughs> now and the end. <laughs> that, that that is
1: a point. <laughs>